Good morning this fine afternoon. Hope y'all are doing well. Uh, turn your Bibles to Philippians chapter 3 and verse 12. And we'll be reading from verse 12 to verse 14. The Bible says in verse 12, Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after that I may apprehend, apprehend that for which also I have apprehended of Christ Jesus. Verse 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Verse 14. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. Calling of God in Jesus Christ. I entitled my sermon, Keep Moving Forward. You know, as he said in the first verse I read, he said, I will follow. And we need to learn to be followers, but in the same stance, we need to learn to be leaders. And for us to be leaders, we need to move forward. You know, we cannot follow. We need to move forward. We need to be the head of the pack, and we need to keep moving forward. And the last verse says, press towards a mark. So for us to keep moving forward, we need to have a mark. We need to set goals and marks ahead so we know where we're going. And our mark needs to be straight ahead. We need to keep moving forward. And uh, like I just said, we need to learn to be good followers, but we also need to be leaders at the same time. You know, I need to follow. I need to follow, but I need to follow after God. We need to follow after God. We need to let God lead us forward. We need to take each step after God. I need to walk in God's footsteps. I need to keep moving forward. If I follow after God, I will keep moving forward. But if I try to go another way, I will go backwards or I will go right or I'll go left. Whether it is, if I do not follow after God, I will not move forward. I will move anywhere else but forward. I need to let whatever. See, when we walk after God, we're walking after God. God's leading us. God is in front of us. So whatever's coming at us, God sees it first. That way, if we see it first, we're going to overreact. But if we, if God's leading us, we're putting it in God's hands. Whatever's coming at us, towards us, while we're going forward, God will handle it. So whatever happens in front of us, God will handle. But whatever happened in the past, we need to let stay in the past. See, the past is when we overreact. When we overreact to a situation in the past, therefore, if we overreact, we weren't letting God lead us. We didn't have God leading us forward. We wanted to take control. We wanted to lead without God, and we did not want to keep going forward. Therefore, we overreact, and now we have the scar in the past, and it comes back and haunts us constantly. So we need to let whatever happens in the past stay in the past. We've always said that, you know, whatever happens past, let it stay in the past, let it stay in the past, let it stay in the past, but we need to actually do it. We need to actually let it stay in the past and make sure the past stays in the past and make sure it does not reoccur moving forward. So if we put it in the past, we will move forward from that situation. Brought it out of your mind and keep moving forward. You know, I must let the things that have happened in the past 
stay in the past. If I do not let it stay in the past, it will drag me down. It will drag me backwards, and the progress I've already made going forward, I will lose that progress because I cannot control what happened in the past, and I cannot let it control me. We can't let the past control us. We cannot let the past uh, define who we are moving forward. We need to let it stay in the past, blot it out of your life, get it out of your life. If your past is hanging on, let it get it off of you. Let it go. Shed it. Uh, wash it off. Um, whatever it may be, get the past off of you. Uh, take a spiritual cleansing bath and get the past and get the sin from your past off of you. That way it will not drag you down moving forward. Now, if we, like I said, if we have the past, if we have the past and we're always focusing on the past, we will miss the marks and the goals God has prepared for us. If we stay in the past, we will miss the blessings and everything God has prepared for us. If I stay in the past, my vision will not be on what God has already set for me. So if I stay in the past, I will not be looking forward. I will always be looking side to side or backwards. But if I if I am moving forward, if I decide, hey, I'm going to start moving forward. I'm not going to let anything happen. Whatever happened in the past, I'm going to let it stay in the past. And I'm going to move forward. Forward. We need to move forward. And if I say that and I start doing that, I'm going to let God lead me first. I'm going to take each step after God takes it because God has already blazed the trail for my life. God has already seen what's going to happen in my life. So therefore, if someone's already blazed the path, you want them to guide you, right? Yes. We want the person who's already blazed the trail over and over and over again. God has blazed that trail for your life. That's why it's so important to live in the will of God so we can let God guide us and let the past stay in the past so we can go forward, so we can walk after God. That way nothing is going to surprise, nothing surprises God. In the future, nothing surprises God because God's already seen the future. God lives outside of time. Therefore, I want God to lead me. I'm going to take each step that God has prepared for me. Moving forward, I want God to lead me. Moving forward in my life, not looking back, not looking side to side. I want to keep moving forward. They put blinders on horses, not to look side to side. We need to put spiritual blinders on us. That way we don't look side to side. That way we don't look backwards. We need to focus on what's in front of us. We need to set marks and goals in front of us and keep moving forward till we reach those marks, till we reach those goals. And then we need to set more goals and more marks ahead. But we need to keep moving forward. That is the hardest thing to do is to keep moving forward forward. Listen, you ask a new convert if they want to live in the old life after they've been saved, would they rather go back and live in the old life or live in the new man? And every new convert will say, I want to keep moving forward. I don't want to look back. I don't want to remember the things I've done. I want to move forward. I want the past to stay in the past. And I want to look towards the future. I want to look towards the goals. I want to look towards the marks. I want to look towards the prize of life God has set for me. God, you are my leader and you are going to lead me and I will follow. New converts have a motivation. They have a fire. They have a they have a desire. They mark goals. Listen, we need to be, we need to have that joy and that motivation of a new convert. But we need to grow as a veteran convert. Listen, we don't need to stay simple. We don't need to stay a new convert. We need to grow and grow and grow and growth. The only way we can grow is by moving forward. 
Listen, you cannot always stay a child. You're going to grow and you're going to move forward. And spiritually, we do not need to stay a child spiritually. We need to grow and mature and move forward. We don't need to but we don't need to focus on the things we did before we got saved. We need to focus on the things now that we are saved and set goals and marks ahead. We need to reach those marks, reach those goals, and we need to uh we need to reach forward. Listen, he said, listen, I, I want to forget the things of the past in verse 13. I want to forget the things in the past, and I'm reaching forward, I'm reaching ahead. Listen, we don't need to reach backwards. Anything is backwards, it's to stay in the past behind us. It's happened, let it go. Move forward. Reach for what's in front of you. But for us to continually moving forward, we need to let God guide us. I will talk about more about this later. But it's like someone going to a mechanic and you don't know what the issue is. And you take the car to the, mecha- the, uh, the mechanic and you start telling the mechanic what the problem is. And you have no clue what you're talking about. We need to let God. God knows everything. We need to let God guide us. And let God tell us what to do because he's already seen what's going to happen in the future and what's going to happen in our paths and happen in our trails. Like I said, he has already blazed our trail. So if someone's already blazed our trail, he knows every every bump, every uh, every trap, every snare that's in the road. He knows it. So let him guide you. And for us to guide us, we need to be in our Bible and our prayer life. You want God to guide you, be in your Bible and your prayer life. Lead, let him lead you and guide you. We need to grow. We need to mature. We need to let the past stay in the past. We need to let the future stay in the future. And we need to focus on the now and what's in front of us. Don't focus on the things coming after. Focus on what's now. The now. Focus on the now. Don't focus on the past, the future. Focus on what's in front of you right this second and move past it. Whatever obstacle there is in front of you, go through it. Whatever obstacle is in your way, go over it. But don't let it block your path from moving forward. Trust God. Trust God. Let him him, him allow you to leap over walls and leap over obstacles and leap over the temptation. God is. God can. And God always will be able to guide us and lead us. And we can jump any obstacle, any distraction, any temptation that's in front of us. Nothing can prevent us from moving forward, but the only thing that can move us forward is our uh, prevent us from moving forward is our past, and our past means we have lack of faith in God to guide us forward, the future, the now. We need to be more like new converts, but we need to have the spiritual wisdom of an older convert because they know how to lead forward. The new converts. Focus on the older converts. And the older converts, they get they get tired and they do get weary. Listen, going forward, listen, it's not a sprint. Listen, the present life, the present life, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. But we got to keep moving forward and keep making progress and keep making progress so we can reach the finish line God has prepared for us. But the older converts, uh, the old older convert, uh, converts, sorry, the new converts are looking at us. They're focusing on us. So when we get tired and we get weary, they're going to think, well, is it really worth it? Is, is, is going forward really worth it? Yes, it is very much worth it. Listen, quitting is the easiest thing to do in life. Quitting is easy. But the outcome of quitting is tougher than the obstacles and the 
and the thing, the snares and the traps and the bumps in the road, it is harder. The outcome of quitting is far more worse than moving forward. Moving forward, you'll hit the bumps, you'll get the scars, but they'll heal. They'll heal. But quitting, you'll always remember quitting. What could have been? So quitting, the outcome is disastrous. Moving forward, listen, there might be some bumps in the road, but uh, it's not going to hurt more than quitting. Quitting will hurt you spiritually. It will hurt you emotionally. And it will scar you for life, quitting. What could have been? Don't ever quit. Don't ever allow yourself to stop moving forward. God is God is in front of us. God is leading us. And let him guide you and you follow. But older converts, you need to set the standard high for the new converts and show them that every obstacle, every bump, every, every piece of glass that's in the middle of the road, you have to go through it. But trust God to get you through it. Trust God to get you over it. Trust God to get you around it. To keep moving forward. He said, I will follow. I will follow. I will follow after. After. We need to follow after God. Verse 13 says, he's not going to focus on the things behind, but he's reaching forth into the new things, uh, to the things which are before us. So we need to focus, not focus on the things behind us in verse 13 and verse uh, 13, the end of the verse says before us. And verse 14 says, we need to set standards. We need to set goals. We need to set um, marks ahead of us to look forward to and to reach them. And the only way to reach a goal or a mark is to keep moving forward. Don't stop. Don't quit under no under any circumstances. I don't care what it is. Don't quit. Don't quit. Finish. This is the one thing I uh, I was preach on. But we need to. <clears throat> finish the way we started. If you started the right way, then keep moving forward. If you started the right way, you better finish the right way. We need to finish. Listen, when we start in our Christian life, we start the right way. You need to finish that way. No matter what it is, listen, I don't care what happens in life, don't allow anything to cause you to quit. The devil will attack you moving forward, but God is leading you. So whatever, the, listen, we know the outcome, what the devil's going to happen in the outcome. We already seen his outcome. So don't let anything he says, don't let anything, listen, he's going to bring it to pass constantly. He's going to bring it to pass. But when he brings up the past, I want you to remind him of his future. We need to set the mark. Don't let him get in your way. God's leading you. God will handle him. Keep moving forward. Trust God. We need to finish the way we started. And we need to start the way we finish, which is going forward, which is moving forward. Keep moving forward. The things that you've done in the past, let it go. It's in the past. Ask God for forgiveness. Don't quit. Don't allow anything in your personal life allow you to quit. 
trust God. Listen, if there's anything in your personal life, if there's any sin in your personal life that's causing you to stop, get it out of your get it out of your life. It's not worth it. Any sin that's causing you to stop, stumble, head backwards, it's not worth it. The quitting, the progress you've made, you've come too far to turn back now. So don't allow it to take you back to where you were, but look forward. Listen, the temptation, look forward, look over it, look around it, keep moving, go right, go right towards it and go through it. Don't allow it to stop you. We need to, we need to keep moving forward. And the person who quits, they're beaten and put in. Listen, if you look at Paul and Silas, Paul and Silas were beaten, they were imprisoned, and they were supposed to be executed. But they did not what? Quit. They did not quit. They didn't say, God, it's hard. Listen, God, this is this is too much. Lord, this is too much. They're beaten. They're imprisoned. What did they do? They didn't say that. They didn't say that. They were singing and praising God. They didn't allow what happened to them. They didn't allow the circumstances they were in to allow them to quit. <clears throat> they trusted God in the hard times. They trusted God in those hard times. They trusted God during the beatings. They trusted God while they were in prison. And what happened? They were freed. So if we trust God, like Paul and Silas did, and we don't complain, we don't care what the circumstances are, we just keep moving forward. Why? Because God knows it's going to happen. God's already seen the outcome, so trust God. Paul and Silas didn't care. They kept moving forward. They kept preaching. They knew what would happen if they were caught. They didn't quit. They didn't quit because they were scared. Listen, men and women all through the history all through history, were scared. But they chose not to quit, but to keep moving forward. Listen, saying these three words are easy, but when we actually have to put them in any situation, when we actually have to use them, when we actually have to move forward, that's when it's going to take this. Uh, that's when it's going to take faith and courage. When we have to put it in perspective and put them in some kind of circumstances we are in to keep moving forward. When we actually have to move forward, you're putting the situations, you're putting them in God's hands, and you're going to let God lead you forward. Don't let anything lead you backwards. Things that are leading you backwards means you're not trusting God. You're not following after God. If you're following after God, you're taking step after step after God. You are stepping in his footprints. We don't need to go backwards when you continue to move forward. We don't need to stop. Listen, we can stop when we die. <laughs> we can rest when we die. So don't rest now. Keep moving forward. You'll have eternity to rest. Well, you say the army's too big. Don't turn back. You, you say that the, the situations and the bills are piling up. It's too much. Don't turn back. You say that 
the things are falling apart in your life and your family and your your wife, your husband, your wife, your marriage is falling apart. Don't turn back. Keep moving forward. Whatever it is, don't allow it to make you quit. The devil wants you to quit. The devil is in your corner saying, quit, quit, quit. It's getting hard. Quit, quit, quit. But you're following after God. He said, no, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit. I've come too far to turn back now. God's blazed the trail. He knows the outcome. And I'm trusting in him. My faith is in him to get me through any situation, to get me through any cer- uh, under any circumstances that may be causing me to doubt a little bit. God has already seen that. God has already blessed, uh, blazed that trail for me. I know it's going to happen because God knows what's going to happen. And I'm trusting in him to get me through it. I'm trusting in him to lead me and guide me. I want to keep moving forward. And by keep moving forward, I'm trusting him to keep moving forward. Under My first point is under no circumstances, stop. Look at Exodus chapter 14, verse 15. Exodus chapter 14, verse 16. Exodus 14, verse 15. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 14 and verse 15, And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore Christ thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go that that they go what forward. And verse 16, but lift but lift up thy rod and stretch out thine hand over the sea and divide it, and the children of Israel shall go on dry land through the midst of the sea. And verse 15 it says that they go what? That they go forward. Go forward. You look in, you read the um, story of the children of Israel and going through the wilderness. They constantly, constantly complain and complain. Listen, they want to go back into slavery, captivity. Listen, God had already blazed a trail for Moses. God already saw any every obstacle that he was going to face on the way to the promised land. God saw it. God knew what he had to do, and Moses trusted God, and, and Moses said what God was going to do. He... <laughs> He divided the sea, and if you think about it, they divided the sea, they walked upon they walked upon dry land. God already knew what they were gonna do. God already knew what he had to say to Moses to get him to do it. Listen, the, the Israelites constantly murmured and complained all through the all through um all the time all the time while heading to the promised land. They wanted to go back to slavery, they wanted to go back to bondage. They didn't want to keep moving forward. Listen, they said the circumstances are too hard. Listen, it's hot. They're the food. It's either something or this or that or this and that. Whatever it is, listen, they're murmuring and complaining. They're not trusting God. But Moses said, let's keep moving forward. God said, keep moving forward. So we're going to keep moving forward. As you know that while they're dividing the waters, the Egyptians were right behind them. Pharaoh and his army were right behind them, and they'd rather be, they probably would have rather been killed than, than to keep moving forward. <clears throat> but they they had enough faith, they had a little bit of faith. So we all have a little bit of faith, but we need to keep moving forward. God said that they may go forward. We need to keep moving forward. We don't need to quit. Listen, the seas may be the seas may be high and it may it may look like you can't get across, but God will make a way for you. Don't quit. Don't quit. Listen, God's already seen what the God's already God already knew the waters were going to divide. Don't quit. 
Listen, your waters, your seas, whatever it may be, listen, it may be tough right now, but remember, God will divide it. God will make a way for you to go across. And let me tell you something. They want to cross the sea, the water, but they want to cross dry land. God will make a way for you to go across. Well, my enemies are too large. My armies, listen, my enemies are too hard. The temptation's too big. Listen, God closed those waters on Pharaoh and his army. Listen, God can take on a whole army. God's taking on giants. You could, David and Goliath, listen, it wasn't just David and his stones. It was God and David and the stones. God knew what he had to do. God didn't, he didn't need any army. He just needed a sling and some stones. God needed just a little shepherd boy. God will make the way for you. Stop worrying. Stop complaining. I don't care how much the bills are. I don't care how many are piling up. Trust God. Trust God. Continue to be faithful. Continue to tithe. I don't care how tight the money is. Keep tithing. Keep being blessed by God. And God will make a way for you. But let me tell you, if you rob God of his 10%, he will rob you of your blessings going forward. It's not right. That's God's money. Listen, I don't care how much the bills are. You always take your 10% out. And then give and give it to God first, then pay your bills. Don't pay your bills and whatever money's left, then give it to God and tip God. Don't nah, don't do that. Don't do that. How would you feel if God just tipped you? How would you feel if ha, how would the Israelites have felt that God only gave them half the way through the uh, through the sea? God only divided half the waters. How would how would you feel if God only blessed you halfway? No, go full in, ten percent, His gift. Give it to God so you can be blessed. But don't, under any circumstances, rob God or tip God. Trust God. I don't care how tight it is, trust God. I don't care how high the waters are, trust God. I don't care what the flesh, the flesh is telling you, what uh, Satan's trying to get you to do. Keep moving forward. Keep following after God. And make sure you don't turn back. Don't turn back. Listen, don't compromise. Too many preachers, when the ministry starts starting to tank, they want to compromise. They want to compromise. They want to compromise. They want to compromise their standards, their beliefs, their doctrine, their dress standards, their music standards. They'll get these flashing lights and they'll get the smoke going up and your preacher will come out in blue jeans and some tucked in shirt. Don't do that. Don't compromise to draw a big crowd. Trust God. If God wants you to have a big church, he'll bless you with a big church. If God wants to bless you with a country church, He'll bless you with the country church. But don't compromise. Trust God. Trust God to pay the church payments. Trust God to pay the electric bill. Trust God. But don't, under any circumstances, stop trusting God. Stop believing in God. God has provided more miracles than you can ever believe. And we don't hear about them all, but he's still doing them. If God can depart, divide the waters, he can make the payments. If God can divide the waters, he can pay the bills. If God can divide the waters, he can heal the friendships. He can heal the marriages. He can heal the relationships. Trust God. You know what America needs to do? We need to, listen, if we want to succeed, if we want America to succeed as bad as we want to breathe, just, just, just wonder how far America would have gone. If we want America to be saved as bad as we want to breathe, just figure out where America would be right now. You know, but household is the story about a young girl named Sharon. Sharon was uh, one of his daughter's best friends. Sharon was coming home one evening, had her car crash. Two of the 
two of the three people in the car died. But the house went to the hospital. While he was at the hospital, the doctor told him there was absolutely no chance of her living. They didn't even set a bone. They said she would die in minutes. But the house went in there. He grabbed her hand, told her it was by the house, and he was talking to her, and he kept on telling her, Sharon, don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. He said, I'll be back tomorrow. Just keep on breathing, Sharon. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Weeks went on, did the same thing, said the same thing over and over. Don't quit. Don't quit. Keep breathing. One, and then one of the weeks, one of her eyes opened. Finally, she made a full recovery. And she came in the church service and she wrote a note to Brother Hiles and said, I didn't quit. I did. I kept going. I kept moving forward. I didn't allow the obstacles. I didn't allow what the doctor said that, that she was going to die. God didn't allow that. Listen, man may say that you'll never make it. You'll never succeed. Don't move forward. But listen, let me tell you, God has provided more miracles and more faith and people to keep moving forward. Don't quit. Don't quit. I read a poem while I was writing this, and it was called Don't Quit. It said, the baby may, the baby may be crying, the three-year-old might be having a meltdown. Don't quit. The laundry isn't done. The beds aren't made. Don't quit. The wife snaps at you at the neighbor's dog. Don't quit. The husband forgot your birthday, and he didn't pick up his socks. Don't quit. Your friends may disappoint you. Don't quit. Keep moving forward. We don't need to quit. You were hurt by someone. Don't allow that to quit. You're struggling. Don't quit. So one day you can say the children are grown and living for God. The marriage is working and you're living for God. You're going to church. The housework is done. You're living for God and you didn't quit. I'm telling. I'm here to tell you tonight, don't quit. Under no circumstances, quit. Ever quit. Don't consider about quitting. Trust God and keep moving forward. You look at Ruth, she did not quit. You look at David, he didn't quit. Please, under no circumstances, compromise or quit.